Hello everybody, welcome to the Williams Project podcast. I'm sitting in our beautiful Singapore office and today we're going to be doing questions and answers. Now for those that follow me on social media, you'll know that my questions and answers are loved and well followed. Uh, people, people really, really enjoy doing it. It has also got me in the paper. So what I've done is I've actually opened up my story archive and I was going to hit through a lot with you nice and quickly and just answer the questions that people ask me and just give you short sharp answers and try add as much value as possible. So I've opened up the archive on my phone and I'm going to start with the first question and that is what do you think of using AI for business? Now, AI is definitely the future. There is going to be AI doing a huge percentage of tasks in the same way that computers have taken over a huge percentage of tasks. Think of AI as a tool. Think of AI as a skill set. Think of it as a tool that you need to master, a skill set that you need to master. I'm currently reading books on AI so I can become um, more educated in the subject. I think a lot of big tech will do a lot of the AI for you, where your accounting provider will have AI that checks your accounting, and you'll be using AI in your day-to-day life without needing to do a lot of work. But for the people that are in big companies, for the people that are running big companies, you'll need AI, like an AI department in the future. You'll need your own in-house AI and you'll need that completing tasks for your business. Now, Williams Corporation, we're in the early stages of of understanding that um, and seeing what that looks like. And as I understand it and the more I learn about it, I'll be passing on to you. But that's something we all need to learn and that's something that we all need to master. Right, next question. Do you recommend as a business owner to take a wage or to take drawings as needed? I recommend a little bit of both. Uh, By law in New Zealand, I'm not sure what it's like in other countries, you need to pay yourself a market salary. And the reason you need to pay yourself a market salary is corporate uh, taxes. uh, Sorry, individual taxes are higher than corporate taxes. So it's essentially seen as dodging tax to underpay yourself. So you'll need to pay yourself a market salary. uh, And then if you need extra money on top, you take it as drawings. That's how I manage myself at Williams Corporation. The next question is, can you drive your yacht? Now, for those that don't know, myself and Blair slash Williams Corporation, we own a beautiful 87-foot Johnson. It's um, on Instagram called WW Motor Yacht. If you click on my Instagram, it's in my link tree. You can follow it. It's a beautiful, beautiful boat. Uh, in theory, yes. In practice, I probably don't want the responsibility. We have a crew. We have an amazing captain, Ben, and a steward, Z. Uh, We've got some really good people that manage that boat. When you have a multi-million dollar asset, like a big 90-foot boat, sometimes it's something you just don't want the responsibility of managing yourself. Uh, And it's nice to have professional crew and just being able to really enjoy the asset as opposed to um, worrying about it. My father 
on his boat, he ran the boat himself, and it, it is a big, big responsibility, and it's probably something that I don't want. Um, next question is, would you consider taking testosterone? It's very effective and not bad in a low dose. That's what the person's saying. I absolutely would when I'm older. I see people like... Um, uh, uh, Joe Rogan and Jeff Bezos who have clearly taken some form of testosterone and are getting great results I believe that older men should absolutely look into things like testosterone boosters or testosterone replacement therapy and see if it's right for them I would like to keep a large muscle mass my entire life I like the concept of being big and strong so that is something that, that I would do uh, it's not something that I've researched and have a good understanding of currently, uh, so I would need to research and learn it, learn about it more, and then I would, absolutely. Are there any places you would like to own property, e.g. New York? I would love to own property in all of the country slash cities where there's Williams Corporation offices. And the reason for that is just practicality. Uh, one, it makes sense for me to purchase Williams Corporation properties because it means I'm not a charlatan. I'm investing in the products that I tell you guys to invest in. So I'm a big believer in buying Williams Corporation properties. Secondly, it means that I'm in those cities for work. So if I ever needed to check on an investment or if anything needed to happen or a negotiation, I can do it as part of my general management of Williams Corporation. And it just makes my life a little bit easier, uh, keeping myself con confined to where, where we have Williams Corporation offices. So at this stage, I would only buy property in cities, where there's, cities and countries where there's Williams Corporation offices, and I would prefer to buy it uh, by Williams Corporation properties. You reckon no alcohol helps with better sleep? Absolutely, and I have the data on my aura ring to prove it. Since I stopped drinking, my sleep has gone significantly better. There's a whole lot of science around how alcohol affects your sleep. Uh, I think one of the main things it affects, they say it affects your REM sleep, but for me, I, I found it affecting my deep sleep. But I guess everyone's different, but absolutely, it's I've seen massive increases in my sleep and my body. Uh, beat them into my sleep and my body from stopping drinking. If you worked nine to five and had a mortgage, how would you transition into self-employment? Same way I started, I've told this story a million times, but I'll tell it again. I would restrict my hours of work to Monday to Friday and I would spend my weekend building my business Saturday, Sunday and very, very soon, working that Saturday, Sunday with all your heart and all your soul, you'll be making more in those two days than you are in the five days you're working at your current job. And then once you get to that point, you can make the switch to only being full-time in your business. Uh, you just have to devote yourself completely and utterly to work. But once you've done that, it happens quite quickly from there. Would you return to Bali or choose somewhere else? I just, for those that don't know, I just had an amazing holiday in Bali. I went with about eight of my friends. We had a huge villa and we had an absolutely amazing time. I absolutely loved it. It was super cool. 
Would I return to Bali? I love Bali. I love Asia. I I probably won't return to Bali for a while just because I have other places I want to see. I would love to see Dubai. I would love to see Tokyo. I want to use my time to A, effectively run Williams Corporation and B, tick a few things off my bucket list. And so that needs to be a priority to me. So I can't see myself going back to Bali for probably maybe 10 years, just just because of limited time on earth and the next time I have for a holiday, I'll probably use it somewhere else. Did Bob Jones give any advice worth sharing? So for those that don't know, Bob Jones is a very famous Kiwi. He's a, uh, a property owner that's done very, very well. He's known for being very outspoken and he's known for being very wise. He is our landlord in Wellington and I've had the, the pleasure of meeting him. Uh, he's such an amazing man. I really, really enjoyed my time with him. He, he spoke, we didn't speak as much as I would like and I didn't get to pick his brain as much as I would like um, did he say anything worth sharing I, for the purpose of this podcast I'll say no but next time I see him I'll make sure I keep notes and I'll make sure that I document his teachings to me better uh, what podcast slash audio books are you listening to currently I'll actually just open it up because I'm really enjoying my current audio book. I'm currently listening to a book called The Private Equity Playbook. It's by a guy called Adam Coffey. Really intelligent author. It's a, it's an easy to digest book and I'm really enjoying it and I'm feeling like I'm learning a lot. It is a little bit basic, uh, but I'm enjoying the book and it's like... It's, it's worth your time to listen to. Uh, he's a bright guy and it gives you a really good understanding of private equity. Let's get into our next question. Will Williams Academy have a social slash networking aspect to it? Yes. Now that is one of my favourite things about the software we've used for Williams Academy, it is a software called Lightspeed VT. Uh, people like Grant Cardone with Cardone University use the same platform. And it's got a really good base platform for the videos for you guys to educate yourself. It's also got all of the resources. So we've made a whole lot of templates like employment templates and all the, all the templates you need for business. And then it has a community section as well, which is very, very similar to Facebook. It's pretty much like a copy and paste of, of Facebook, but you only have people in Williams Academy in this in this area, in this network. So to be quite cool, what the way I see it working is you guys can obviously communicate with each other, but also you'll be able to request things from us and we'll be able to make uh, content on demand. So let's say you're having a real world business problem, hopefully you can request it one day, I make a video of how I would solve that problem and then it's on the platform the next day. That's the, the level of connection I would like to have with you. Do I like pets? Wow. I don't want to be hated but I... I I think for a lot of people, pets are not an efficient use of time. 
Uh, I understand why someone would want a pet. I understand the care and the love side. For me, I, I wouldn't have a pet because I don't think of it as an efficient use of my time and I'd prefer to use my time on earth differently, um, whether that be working or whether that be with a partner, etc, etc. I could see myself getting a dog at the same time I have small children slash a baby. So I, I do like dogs, I think dogs are cool, and I think if at the same time, at the same chapter of life when I'm having children, if I had a puppy and, a, and did that sort of settled home stage, I think that would be quite cool. So that would be a chapter of my life that I'd look forward to, but for my current chapter of life, no, I don't and would not have pets. So I'm just scrolling now because I'm got to scroll through all my story as well. There's a lot going on. God, I post a lot. Right. Quitting drinking. What's the book called again? Now the book I used was called Alcohol Explained. It's a really, really good book. Gives you a good understanding of alcohol. I'd recommend that anyone that consumes alcohol reads the book. Um, I would also download the app I Am Sober. So I'd listen to the audiobook Alcohol Explained and I'd download the app I Am Sober. I'm going to follow your lead and get myself 1% better every day. Legend. That is one of the best things. That's one of the best mantras I think I have. It's one of the main things that's made me who I am. That 1% better every day is just such a great mindset and you should absolutely follow it. We're just scrolling through now. I'll try find the next section. Where is your yacht stationed? Uh, so when you're talking about the location of a yacht, you would say berthed. Where is your yacht berthed? And the answer is Auckland and Viaduct Harbour. It's right next to where your headquarters used to be. It's about three berths over from headquarters. I can't remember what headquarters is called now because they've rebranded it. But that's where it is, down in the viaduct. I'm just reading through these questions now to find some good ones. How do you plan to have business, family life when you have kids? Look, I'm, I'm, I've always lived my life as one life. I've never looked at work and personal things separately. I've always socialised with people that have been involved in my business. My staff have always been a key part of my life. When I'm outside of work, a huge percentage of my conversation is about work. And yeah, I, I just see my family fitting into work as just another piece of the same life puzzle. I would do what my father did, which was bring me along to work a lot. Uh, I believe that's good for a child to be exposed to work and know that their parents need to work, be exposed to work conversations and work environments. I think there's a, a discipline and a structure that's really positive. And I would, I, would, I would love to have my child sitting next to me right now while I'm recording this podcast. That's how I would plan to parent. Uh, I, yeah, I'm a huge believer in just leading by example. What is your advice on health insurance? Now, I believe that if you are the primary breadwinner of a home, 
and you have a debt that would burden that people could not pay without you, I believe you should seriously look into life insurance, net slash health insurance. So I have um, trauma cover, which means that if anything bad happens, the insurance company pays for it, and it means I can go through the private healthcare system instead of the public healthcare system. I'm a huge believer in paying for a service instead of having uh, a taxpayer pay. For me, I don't want anyone to pay for anything in my life. I like being self-sufficient. I like being independent. Um, and then we also, I'm insured for, so is Blair, an absurd amount. So I think we have approximately 60 or $70 million of insurance if we die. And that policy is owned by our business. And what that does is it just means that if I got hit by a bus, Williams Corporation gets 60 or $70 million and it means that they can easily trade without me. Uh, it helps assist with investor capital, it assists with finding another manager. And then once the business gets to a point where they don't need that money, that money is then uh, dispersed to my estate, uh, which is will be my family. So yeah, the Think of it as a tool, and there are lots of people that do need that tool, but then there's also some people that don't. It's like anything in life. It's case by case if you do or don't need it. Uh, it's obviously expensive, so just make... I, I never had it in the beginning. Uh, I only got it later on. Did you go to school with Blair? Uh, I did for one year. We went to St Andrews College together for a year, uh, but we didn't spend our whole schooling time together. What school did you go to? I I went to Nelson College, which is a pu public school in Nelson, and then I spent one year at St Andrews College, which is a private school in Christchurch, where I live with my father. I I um, did leave school when I was sixteen, though, and school wasn't for me. So, for asking questions about school, I'm I'm just not your right person. Have you ever consisted? Uh, have you ever considered putting Louvre Systems in Williams Corporation houses? We don't build a lot of houses where a Louvre System would be appropriate. I, off the top of my head, an average Louvre System can be anywhere from sort of ten to forty thousand dollars, and we really try focus on affordable to buy, affordable to live in, and affordable to maintain, where you can live, work, and play. And I don't believe that the majority of our customers would benefit from a louver system. That said, we are doing a luxury development at 16 Shelley Beach Road where we have houses from 2 to $4 million. And all of those have louver systems, I believe. So on our high-end stuff, we do have louver systems when it's appropriate and when the customer is willing to pay for it. Uh, but the majority of Williams Corporation homes, that doesn't align with our business model. What does being a client consultant at Williams Corporation consist of? Well, it consists of selling our houses to Leeds, buying land to build Williams Corporation developments on, and raising capital so we have enough money to build these houses. So we call it the, um, the triangle, and we train our client consultants in all areas. And what that means is it means the business is always balanced and focused. 
see at the moment we have a lot of houses to sell so everyone's focused on selling houses but in the past it was very very common for us to not have any land and we needed the whole team focused on buying land or we had no houses to sell no land um, and no money and we had to focus on raising money so we could then buy land so that we could then sell more houses so it's it's very beneficial for a business of our nature to train your essentially sales team I say in air quotation marks in all aspects of the business Williams Corporation that originally used to be different departments so we used to have a house selling department we used to have a land acquisition department and a capital raising department the problem was they were never working in harmony there was always one department outperforming the other uh, and it was normally the sales department and then we never had enough money or land to grow at an even pace so, yeah, I'm a big believer in training your sales team on all aspects of your business, if appropriate um, and if legal. I understand there's a whole lot of jurisdictions and policies where sometimes you have to have specialists, uh, but if you can have generalists, that's the way I believe it should be done. Best way to network for startups. I... I find networking just a bit cheesy. Like, look, there's some great functions that I've been to and some amazing people I've met, but I would just focus on doing the work. Just do the work and everything else follows. Uh, we get told we have to do all these things, when in reality, just do the work, be the best in your industry, lead your industry, be a legend, and everything else follows. But I would just go to events and places where you know the people you want to meet will be. An example would be I went to 10X uh, GrowthCon, one of Grant Cardone's events, and met lots of great people that I'll be friends with for life. So that is something I would do. Right, we will do one more question, and then I'll wrap it up. Any plans on building a township? e.g. Springfield and Brisbane. Now we have one development we're working on at the moment which is essentially a suburb. Uh, it's 300 houses over a large block of land and we're building a small suburb which is really, really cool. Uh, we've got another development which is a big tower where we're building a whole city block and we're building 113 dwellings on the city block which is really cool. I would love to see Williams Corporation hit the size where we build towns. It might not align with our business model because we always say we want to build houses that are affordable to buy, affordable to live in and affordable to maintain where you can live, work and play. Could we build somewhere where you could live, work and play? Maybe. The answer is maybe. Like it is cool uh, but I do like cities and I do like existing infrastructure and I like the concept of us just tapping into existing cities and existing infrastructure and building assets that people want to buy and live in within a framework that already exists. Maybe is the answer. Well, that's today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you took value from this podcast, please share it with a like-minded friend. If you have a request for our next podcast, just message me on Instagram, Matthew Horncastle. Let me know what you want to hear about, and I will make content for you, the listener, because that's who we care about. 
Uh, thank you for listening. We always appreciate you. Keep being legends and have a great day.